Isn't it weird that leftists are so bewildered by a president who actually loves his country? who actually thinks America is the greatest country on earth. And we've got a president who now he wants to beef up the usual 4th of July festivities in DC, and they're totally befuddled by it. What? He doesn't despise America? He wants a, a ceremony honoring America on, on Independence Day of all dates? What a dictator. What is the message Donald Trump is trying to send by rolling tanks down Constitution Avenue? Who is that message to? It's certainly not to tyrants, because he likes tyrants. He loves tyrants. The message is a threat, but it's always a threat when you roll out your military. But it's to whom is the threat? And I suspect that the threat is to his fellow Americans. Is she psychotic? Yes. Uh, Trump derangement syndrome counts as psychosis. He's threatening Americans with tanks. He's not threatening Americans. He's threatening illegal immigrants. No, I'm kidding. Jokes. I'm kidding. These people will never be happy with anything, we say. Anything Trump does, it's incredible. Remember, Trump, he originally wanted to throw an epic military parade after being inspired by evil dictator and democratically elected French President Emmanuel Macron's, Macron's Bastille Day parade in 2017. And then you know what? The price tag came back and it estimated that such a display would cost 92 million bucks. And you know what? Trump was like, oh, that's a little that's a little expensive. That's unattainable, even for Trump. And yes, I mean, I think we can all agree 92 million dollars for a parade is ridiculous. Right. But then Mr. Art of the Deal, he decides, hey, there is still a way we can have a national celebration, a tribute to America. And that's what this is going to be. But do it in a way that won't cost the people obscene amounts of money. So he decides to bring in a few tanks and some other armored vehicles for an outdoor display on the National Mall. The Blue Angels, some other aircraft, they'll do some flyovers. Trump will give a nice speech at the Lincoln Memorial. It's going to be great. You'll see the fireworks. The fireworks display will be twice as long as it was in previous years, but they're going to do it at no additional cost thanks to a generous donation from a few fireworks companies. You know, Trump, he's always making the deals. It's going to be tremendous. So all in all, this is actually a, a very taken back, very measured version of what Trump had originally planned. You know, rather than spending an additional 90 million bucks that we probably don't have on a massive display, the Parks Department will divert just 2.5 million to put on this show. It's a drop in the bucket. And still there's meltdown on the left. Oh, that's, this is outrageous. Don Lamoth, or Lamoth, I don't know, from the Washington Compost says July 4th is tomorrow. And we still don't know how many troops will be involved, how much it will cost, whether concerns were raised in the Department of Defense about plans to include armor. What aren't they telling us? Buddy. Calm down just a little bit. I mean, this ain't the Benghazi trial. It's a 4th of July celebration. The, your, the concern level here is so unnecessary and so disproportionate. What in the actual hell is wrong with these people? You know, they didn't, they didn't want the military parade. And you know what? There won't be one. So you think they'd be happy. But of course, they're not. They are miserable people who think America is unjust and indecent and America is an abomination and they are ashamed of this country. But rather than leaving to them, I mean, leave the country, right? Leave America. But rather than leaving to a place that they might like better, I don't know, I might recommend the lovely socialist paradise called Venezuela. They instead have made it their mission to make 
everyone else here as miserable as they are. I think it actually, I think it actually causes them physical anguish to realize that there are actually people here who love America. That sickens them. And I say they're the ones who are sick. And we all know the way the leftist mob operates is by going more and more extreme until things that would have been out of the question a few years ago are totally normal today. It's called the Overton window. But we cannot let them push us into accepting the self-loathing anti-patriotism as normal. The way to win this fight for the spirit of America is by denying their misery any company. And so patriotism, it should not just be reserved for the 4th of July. It should be every day. Be loud and proud every single day of the year that we live in the greatest country in the history of the world. And don't be afraid to celebrate openly that we have a president who himself is not afraid to acknowledge that. But if you can't make it DDC for the big show and you're looking for something to do, you should watch the most epic celebration of Trump's 4th of July celebration of America's birthday unfold in a special episode live on blazetv.com. It's going to be streaming on Facebook and YouTube from the Trump International Hotel from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern with our very own Eric Bowling. So we'll stream Donald Trump's address to the nation during what we just told you, his Salute to America program. And then we've got games like Date, Debate, Deport. Remember Date, Debate, Deport? We did that one at CPAC. We went around and asked people, who would you date? Who would you debate? Who would you deport? We gave them three names. And they were like, do I have to date that person? We we're like, yes, you have to. That's the point of the game. So they're going to play that game. Eric will talk to avid Trump supporters at the bar about why the U.S. is, in fact, the greatest country on earth and why we need to keep it that way. And if you haven't already, subscribe to Blaze TV. Take advantage of the promo code AMERICA. Super easy to remember. Promo code AMERICA for 20 bucks off a one-year subscription. All right, the U.S. Census. Are you here legally? Because if you don't know who's in the country, then you might as well not have a country at all. It is that simple, folks. And the easiest way to do that, of course, is to not let people who are not supposed to be here by means of border security. Duh. But the idea that you cannot ask people on the census, hey, are you a citizen, is a sign of how twisted we have become as a country. I don't care how good the economy is for blacks. I don't care how good the economy is for Hispanics. If we do not do everything we can to end the left's radical, open border, pro-migrant, anti-American agenda, our country is going straight to hell. Plain and simple. The left, they are taking drastic and extraordinary measures to ensure the fastest transformation of this country possible. And to fight it, Trump he needs to start using every single power he has to thwart the left's unlawful seizure of the republic. And that is all why I was glad, I was thrilled, I was relieved to see the president tweet that the news reports about the Department of Commerce dropping its quest to put the citizenship question on the census is incorrect. Or to state it differently, fake. We are absolutely moving forward, the president says, as we must because of the importance of the answer to this question. We need to know who's in the country. I don't know why this is controversial, but what Trump just tweeted, actually, it contradicts, which is why everyone was so worried, it contradicts what his Justice Department said just yesterday. But you know what? Quite frankly, I don't care. I don't care that it contradicts his Justice Department because what I see is Trump knowing that it is time to exert his authority over his executive branch here and get his folks in line. 
But until we, until we saw that tweet, which he sent out today, until he, we saw that, we thought the Trump administration had caved on the citizenship question, and that made us very sad. U.S. drops citizenship question from census. That was a headline from the Wall Street Journal yesterday. And we were told by several news outlets, but, and, and, and it wasn't an anonymous source who we've never heard of. It was sourced, quote, we can confirm that the decision has been made to print the 2020 decennial census questionnaire without a citizenship question and that the printer has been instructed to begin the printing process, a Justice Department attorney told lawyers for New York State and the American Civil Liberties Union by email Tuesday afternoon. And a Justice Department spokesperson confirmed the exchange but declined to comment further on it. So here we are. We thought... Here we were yesterday, we thought the Trump administration had caved. We thought they decided to drop the citizenship question from the census, or more accurately, I should say, drop plans to add the citizenship question to the census because it, it used to be on there. For many, many years, it was on the census until it was taken off by guess who? Barack Hussein Obama. But now the Supreme Court, they made a decision to put a stop to do, doing what Trump wanted to do, which is add it back onto the census. They, the Supreme Court made that decision on Thursday. But guess what? Here is the dirty little secret. The Supreme Court does not have the power to stop the president from asking the citizenship question on the 2020 census because it is not their role. Congress, they delegated the Commerce Secretary, a.k.a. the Trump administration, the authority to determine which questions will be asked on the census. So that means it's up to the Trump administration, not the courts, if we ask, hey, are you an illegal or not? And by the way, let's not forget the citizenship question is not unprecedented. As we said, the question has been on our census for most of our history here in the United States. And all Trump would be doing is overturning a policy from previous administrations who decided to take this question off the census. It used to be perfectly fine to ask, are you a citizen? Who wouldn't want to know that? Who wouldn't want to know, hey, are you an actual citizen of the United States? But no, Obama took it off the long-form census in 2010. It was also on the short-form census up until 1950. And Justice Roberts of the Supreme Court, Chief Justice Roberts, whom we have to thank for this beauty of a decision, he admits that the Constitution does in fact grant the president the power to ask the citizenship question. He even wrote in his opinion that Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross's decision to add the citizenship question back was, quote, reasonable and reasonably explained, particularly in light of the long history of the citizenship question on the census. So what the hell gives John Roberts? You know what it is? John Roberts, Chief Justice John Roberts, doesn't like Trump. That's what it is about. He suggests that there's some secret motive, and that's why he ultimately decided to go against Trump. There's some secret motive that the Trump administration isn't stating. Isn't there? Isn't that what it's about? No, actually, Trump has been clear why he's doing this. And you want to know why? It's because he wants to know who's in the damn country. The left doesn't like that because the left loves illegals, right? They say illegals are worried their information won't remain anonymous. And so they say some people are going to be hesitant to answer the question on the census. Our old pals over at PolitiHacks explain census information is used for the allocation of federal funding and to determine the number of representatives from each state. So an undercount has serious repercussions. Oh, gosh forbid. Gosh forbid illegal immigrants aren't represented in Congress. You know what? We don't want you to be represented in Congress. You don't need representation. You don't deserve it. You shouldn't be here in the first place, pal. 
You shouldn't be here, and you sure as hell shouldn't get representation. This is, that's not a serious repercussion. This is not even a serious discussion. Them not having representation in Congress is a good thing. Sending all households a census form asking about citizenship status can depress immigrant participation rate, said Phil Sparks, co-director of the Census Project. Census Project, that's my favorite one. You know the Census Project? Who doesn't love the Census Project? I assume he's talking about illegal immigrants because why would, why would legal immigrants be hesitant to participate in the census? Doesn't make any sense. And they want illegal immigrants to participate because you know what? That adds to their power base. If there are more people represented in districts, it shows them, oh, we can have more representatives here. Headline from last year of January shows that, quote, a potential citizenship question in 2020, that census could shift power to rural America. Aha, aha, that is what this is about. Could shift the power to rural America. Oh no, the horror, the horror. I can't believe it would shift the power from places like California with high illegal immigrant populations to those deplorables in rural America. And that is what this is about. And they admit it. An article written by California Attorney General Javier Becerra. He explained, quote, California, with its large immigrant communities, hmm, would be disproportionately harmed by depressed participation in the 2020 census. An undercut, he writes, would threaten at least one of California's seats in the House of Representatives and, by extension, an elector in the Electoral College. So, you know, they wouldn't be as close to electing Hillary for president. He continues, it would deprive California and its cities and counties of their fair share of billions of dollars in federal funds. Well, again, the only thing that's changing is adding, hello, hola, are you a citizen? And if you are, no problema. If you aren't, then you should not be represented in the House of Representatives. And you sure as hell should not be represented in the Electoral College to elect America's president. And you should also not be receiving federal funds in the form of handouts or welfare payments. So I'm sorry, I kind of failed to see how your argument holds up, Bekerra. If your argument is illegal immigrants will lose representation in our government, then let's get a move on it, right? What are we waiting for here? They don't need representation. They're not citizens. And therefore, our government should not be representing them. It should be representing us, the American people. We do need a far more accurate idea of how, more, how many illegals are in this country. Of course, you know, they say there's the issue of depressed response rate among illegals, but that's true now. That's true for today, even without the citizenship question from illegals. They fear they'll be outed. Okay, fine. But does anyone believe that it's only 11 million illegal here? I mean, that's what the left wants you to believe. They want you to believe that it's only 11 million who are here illegally. But we all know it's far more than 11 million. We all know that. We just don't know how much. But it could be more than double. And a census would help us find that out. You know, it's like we're sick as a country. We're sick. We have an illness. But our doctors are refusing to find out just how sick we actually are. But they insist they can still solve the illness. No, you can't. You can't. You have to know what you're dealing with before you can cure it. And if we actually want a shot at saving America from the plague of illegal immigration, it starts 
with finding out just how screwed we actually are. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief Podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.